The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Greetings, welcome, and thank you for listening to The Gutter Skypes. This is session 18, or episode 18 of The Gutter Skypes, but it's play session 5 and the conclusion of the Hollow Earth Expedition sequence, series of games, and a fantastic job Blind Geek did with it. It was a lot of fun, and I think you're going to enjoy the uh, culmination of these adventures as as we uh, as we hit the end of this particular this particular series next up after this will be seven uh, swashbucklers of the seven skies but i'm not going to get ahead of myself i'm just going to say right here at the top once again thank you blind geek was the gm for this and is of course in this episode you'll hear also mark kinney of all games considered I've said that a couple of times, of all games considered. I've, I've always thought that if you're listening to the Gutter Skypes, it's probably because you heard about it through All Games Considered, or you already listened to All Games Considered. If you don't, for crying out loud, go listen to All Games Considered. You can pick up the permanent link to that uh, through uh, the International Detective Dragons from Outer Space main page, or the Gutter Skypes page. There's a permanent link in the uh, right-hand column. That you'll be able to find. Yes, Mark Kinney of All Games Considered is playing Herod Kepler. Andros is playing Max Drake. And I am playing Pierre Depelieu. I'm Adam Five, if I haven't if I haven't mentioned it so far. If you if this is your first time listening to the Gutter Skypes, you'll probably get uh, a pretty good idea of uh, what these podcasts are like by listening to this one. If you'd like some more continuity in the story as to how we got from uh, this point B, where point A was, go back and check out Gutter Skype's episode uh, 14. That's where the Hollow Earth Expedition adventure began, and you can carry on from there. Some uh, There's some listener feedback that you're going to hear read uh, as uh, before we got the game started, as we were all, co- all connected there on Skype. One piece in particular, though, came in late, and I'm going to play that for you right now. It's a piece of audio, and very welcome, very happy to get this kind of feedback, too. And it's from Trooper94, so please give this a listen. Hey, Gutter Skypes, this is Simon here. I just finished listening to the end of your uh, Star Blazer Adventures game. <laughs> Hats off to everybody. I mean, Mark did an awesome job with uh, <laughs> with that twist at the end about the Nova bombs, and I mean, I I I just I've just been loving it. Uh, I missed the switchover, or I guess I was following the gutter skypes just through the IDDFOS feed, so I missed it when you guys stopped putting out the feed there. I didn't realize there was an independent feed. So it's just been spending the last week essentially catching up. So 
Hollow Earth is next, and I can't wait to see what happens. Okay, uh, that's it. <laughs> Thanks again for being very entertaining. I really enjoyed it. And for essentially being the, the game group for those of us who don't have one now. Thanks again. Keep it up, guys. And that from Trooper94. Thank you very, very much, Simon. It's excellent to get audio feedback if you're capable of recording it. That's terrific. Files like that, nice and short, to the point, and of course we like it because it's positive. Uh, we will we will play, of course, on the gutter skypes. And he Trooper Trooper ninety four does raise a very important point. The gutter skypes feed for downloading the podcast. I don't know that it makes a lot of sense to mention it here because obviously you've you found the show, you found the episode. Um, but the RSS feed is separate from the International Detective Dragons from Outer Space feed. I did that, I think, from about episode four onward, because I didn't want people to, uh, I didn't want people to have to download uh, both if they didn't want both. So I did separate them out, and uh, very glad, very glad Trooper ninety four caught up with uh, caught up with the other feed. So. If anybody you know hasn't been hearing Gutter Skites because they thought it faded or something, or disappeared, well, of course, obviously not. Here we are. Thank you. Thank you very much again, Trooper94. All right. We're going to uh, get on now with the recorded session 18 of the Gutter Skypes. Just going to make one last mention of one thing. There has been a lot of interest from a lot of people who want to get back into role-playing games and want to know how they can do it over the internet, how they can set up and enjoy their own RPG groups, exercising the kind of gameplay that you're about to listen to or have been listening to in the Gutter Skypes. If you don't already know the nuts and bolts of it, if you're not already familiar with what your options are, as far as being able to do it, it's quite a bit simpler than you think. And I'm going to be going over for about uh, 15 minutes at the end of the show, at the end of this Gutter Skype episode, after uh, the recorded session is over. I'll be offering links and just basic high point information on the nuts and, bolt, nuts and bolts of actually getting it, getting it together and doing it. So if you're interested in finding out how and you want to start up your own role-playing game group, through voiceover internet, then hang around at the end of the show and give a listen. If you already know how and you've got all the hardware and you don't need to know this stuff, then, well, you can just skip that part. But just to let you know now, that's what's coming up at the very end of the show. In the meantime, though, let's get right to the conclusion of the adventure Hollow Earth Expedition. Please enjoy. Is this working? Have I achieved Andros? Yes. This oh. is Ground Control calling Moonbase Alpha. Do you read me? <laughs> you this appeared. is Major Tom. It was... we... <laughs> Ooh, we've got Major Tom. Excellent. <laughs> um, I, the name was different. I got all flustered and confused. And you were you were showing up as a gray X down below, so I didn't see where... We're, uh, 
All right, I got to close a text window here. I just heard from Kurt, the camera guy, as ah, I logged on, cool. that he is returning to the Wandering Geek podcast and will be taking up the microphone once again. So very good for him. Oh, very cool. That is an excellent thing. And uh, let me just close this box. Without... Oh, I'm on a borrowed computer tonight. Can one of you s copy of my character? Oh, dear. <laughs> I know my computer's in the Give shop. Give me a second. Sure. I, I knew I sent out extra copies. You did. Uh, let's yeah. see. It'll be a race against time. Whichever of us finds it first. <laughs> I think it's going to be you because I don't see it anywhere. Uh, okay. Who wins no. the cookie? <laughs> I know I'm in trouble anyway. <laughs> I've, I've had... An entire beer. Ooh. Ooh. Uh oh. So, Ooh. I, you know. <laughs> what kind? A, they call it a Coronita Extra, which is hmm. really kind of stupid to call it extra because it's a, a regular Corona is probably twice the size of this, and it's a tiny little bottle, and yet they call it extra. <laughs> Makes no sense at all. They should call it Coronita. Much less, but yeah. I guess that's bad for sales. And I well, maybe the actual cor the actual coronita is even smaller. Ooh, that's true. I didn't look very <laughs> I, I didn't look very long and far inside the. Ca maybe it's some really really yeah. tiny thimble sized ones down towards the bottom, and I missed them. Maybe I really am getting extra. Well, I cheated. I used real lemon juice instead of lime. That's ah. just so. That's, That's wrong. Low, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like using sweet and low instead of sugar in a gourmet sauce. <laughs> but I'll try. Well, Andros, your your thing just came through, so after we are done tonight, I will I will go ahead and and add that to my contact list, and we'll be good to go. I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for a, a folder that contains crap. I should have done that before. We are very organized tonight, aren't we? There's yeah, oh, we're, yes, we're experiencing oh, yeah. a Russian monsoon is what we got here. Everything all the roads <laughs> that are normally nice and hard packed have turned to mud. Oh. Let's see. What podcast have I listened to recently? <laughs> Solid symbols dot no, that's not it. Cartoon no. that's all right because you should have experienced the AGC re recording last night when my computers decided to finally start throwing fits at me. Oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it behaving? Is it, is it the same computer here now that you're using? Um, that's not this one, no. And the only thing it was really messing up with was for some reason Audacity started messing up and freezing up and putting all kinds of weird static in the uh, in the the audio suddenly and stuff like that. And we eventually muddled through it, but I've got four separate files that I have to paste together later. And oh, damn. Uh, Andrews, yeah. I have a text file here that I'm about to copy and uh, send to you through Skype chat that I should have found immediately and didn't even think to look in the folder. Oh, you folder. found my character? I, I think okay. it's your character. I'll have a look. I will send it this way. Control V. Sure. Ha. Control V. Now try return, Adam. There we go. <laughs> this is the earliest I have from you. If it's changed at all... 
I think this nope. is the correct one. Yes, that's that's still correct. Oh, good. Okay, good. Yes, considering cool. I keep forgetting to award experience points each session, you're just going to be getting all the experience points that you've accumulated over the last, well, it'll be five, <laughs> in, one, in one fell swoop at the end, so... Well, that's fine. We'll, ju we'll just update these guys before we um, we play them again. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> Which I kind of prefer, because frankly, it always struck me as a little bit weird that you could be in the middle of a story and, and the DM awards you points and you're, you just magically, you know, get better at something yeah. in the middle of where you really haven't had any downtime to work on anything as a character, I mean. So, mm -hmm. yeah. <sighs> this is no good, man. This is just no good. What? <laughs> I am so totally mellow right now. I should never have had a beer. I'm I'm so tractable and tame. <laughs> this is just not going to work out. What the hell kind of an, an adventure are we going to have with... Uh, I'm copying and pasting. Control, copy. Uh, unless people have it up in front of them, the emails, responses and stuff for I the have show? It. Okay, you already have it up. Uh, Andros, have yep. you got a copy? I've got um, a copy. Let's okay. see. I don't, I don't have my email up right now. All right. Can I send it to you in a chat thing also? Sure. Go right ahead. All right. I'll do that. And return. And that's a whole bunch of stuff that we got from other folks, and we can take turns... Eric, you have your email up with that displayed, I think you said? Uh, I, I have my email up. I'll have it displayed in a second here. Okay, I've got it. Cool. Because, again, we're just champions of organization tonight. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and I hate to break it to y'all, but I don't see it getting any better as the night progresses. So this could be a very... Uh, Maybe this would be yeah. This would be uh, a good night for uh, for iPhone sound effects and stuff. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. Mm. I I actually I started dating someone recently, and I'm over at her house, and her cat is playing with my dice, and she is giggling. In case you've been hearing someone laughing, it is I because of this cat mm. antics. I heard that, and I thought, <laughs> ah, okay, it, it, I thought you were like babysitting an infant or something. No, no, no. That's an actual adult type human being. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you want to say hi? Hi. How you doing? Oh, here. Hold on just a second. Hi. No, no. Oh, this is great. I've got a microphone, just like Janet Jackson. <laughs> Control. And you Miss are Jackson of your nasty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you are being heard by. By generations. Oh, of fantastic! Of, of mayflies. Uh, <laughs> well, four people. Four, four, no, four whole people. Excellent. Well, That's more actually. than usual. <laughs> Does it give you a feeling of power? Not really, but oh. you know, it, uh, it gives me a, it gives me a, a warm feeling. Good. That's a good thing. <laughs> yes. Usually, I only have my cats to talk to. So, you know, that's kind of nice. I tried that for a while, but they just lost all respect for me. Will you talk to them? Yes. Did you try beating them? Beating them? That's no, they, <laughs> they're way too fast for me. <laughs> and they're very accurate in their targeting of specific items to either puke on or wee on or 
Isn't that amazing? <laughs> They're just so talented like, that way. It's, it's like they have like some sort of cat radar or something. <laughs> it's like they have like some sort of like military like. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's frightening. All right, I'm I'm giving you back to Andrus. Okay, this is Erica out. Take it easy. Thank you. All right. You betcha. Okay, that was amusing. <laughs> Cool. Oh, I missed that part. <laughs> okay. Um, so where are we at? We're going to read some... What, because uh, um, Eric and I... Eric wants to finish this adventure up tonight, and boy, are we trying our hardest to keep it from happening. <laughs> 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 uh, I can't say we. This is different from usual how. I know. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. oh, that's perfectly okay, be- because... Uh, I would be willing to if we don't I if we don't finish it'll just be very interesting to try and figure out a way to continue. There's not enough really to unless I really start uh, winging it, which I may just may do. Uh, there, we're you know what we're good at among many other things. <laughs> we're good at playing it by ear. That's right, and that's what we're yeah. gonna do. And honestly, if the thing doesn't finish up tonight, then it can finish up the next time we meet, and if it only goes for like a half an hour or an hour, then maybe the remaining time can either be spent creating characters for Seven Skies or there just calling it an early night. Yep. So, you know, not something yep. to worry about. Okay, cool. I would say. So here we are, and this is where the story really starts. <laughs> okay. At episode 18, Gutter Skypes. Episode 18. And we've got feedback. We've got yes, we do. feedback from, from, from listeners, and it's come in the form of emails, and it's come in the form of forum posts on the uh, International Detective Dragons from Outer Space forums under the special section devoted specifically to the gutter skypes. And uh, it has come in the form of an iTunes review. Uh, the first feedback we've got is from... It's, it comes in the form of a forum post, and it is from PFM Designer. And I wonder if maybe Mark Kinney would be good enough to read that for us. Absolutely. I know you've been doing this for a while now, but I just discovered your show and want to add my congratulations on the fine quality of the production. I've gotten up through Episode 7 so far. And all I can tell you is that you've made my daily commute a heck of a lot more fun. So far, my favorite moment is the intermission music for the bio break. Almost had to pull the car over to get my laughing under control when that hit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. We'll, hear, uh, we'll hear again in, uh, very shortly from PFM Designer in the form of an email, but it was very good to see that on the forum posts. Folks, mm-hmm. if you're interested in uh, uh, giving feedback to the show and uh, you don't happen to... You're not interested in sending the emails, but you'd rather do it by forum. That's fine too. You can find the direct forum link on the Gutter Skypes page. Um, next up, we have a five-star iTunes review from Smallhoof, which is excellent. Yeah, that was very cool to see, by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Blind Geek, would you be good enough to read that for us? Yes. And before I start, let me just say that uh, I just discovered. That uh, PFM designer, yes, is uh, I f- we follow each other on Twitter, and I didn't even realize it was it was him. So that was kind of cool. Um, okay, here we go. Five star iTunes review from Small Hoof. 
It's hard to find an actual play podcast that is tolerable, much less enjoyable. However, somehow the gutter Skypes managed to hit it just right. I don't know if it is the previous podcasting and entertaining experience. <laughs> well, you guys do have podcasting <laughs> previous experience. <laughs> I, however, um, yeah, I don't know if it's the previous podcasting and entertainment experience that the cast provides or if they just genuinely enjoy playing with each other. That ain't that. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I we we put up with each other, but it's it's barely. We you guys don't see the glares and the eye rolling that often. Of course, neither do we because it's on Skype. But anyway. The blood. I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> Whether it's great apes beating up Santa Claus or a Frenchman stinking of fish, the gutter Skypes always provide an entertaining experience. Excellent. Which thank you very very, very cool. much, Small Hoof. Excellent. Thank you very much, Small Hoof. And uh, anybody else that cares to leave an iTunes review, um, preferably five star. But uh, as uh, as is said on other podcasts, who, who, whose podcast is it? Uh, bells Bells in the Bat Free. Yeah. <laughs> like bells in the Bat Free says you can. It's a free country. You can do what you like. But <laughs> yeah, a, a review on iTunes would be excellent if you're if you're uh, in and able to do something like that. I do have, uh, speaking of small hoof, I did get an inquiry regarding voice over internet protocol of VoIP, internet Skype voice gaming. Um, he's interested in uh, getting, getting into a group, starting up a group, or becoming part of another group, uh, just getting in on a game, getting back into RPGs. And somehow or other in this episode, either uh, within the body of the episode itself or in the uh, pre-show or post-show snippet of audio that I attached to it, I'll be uh, including a lot of information on just how to do that. Now, he gave me approval to give out his email for folks to contact him if they're interested in becoming part of uh, a Skype RPG gaming group. And uh, thinking thinking about it again, though, this is going to remain in the archives, and he could continue getting emails about this well into next <laughs> year and the year after. So, mm. I, if someone would like to uh, go ahead and email me uh, at at anum5 at anum5.com that's alpha niner indigo mush what is what is military what is the m mike. is it Ma mike mike oh yeah. okay i knew somebody would knew and i somehow thought it might be mark Kinney. Uh, <laughs> yes yeah, we used to, we went all all those back on agc back in the in the uh, in the days yeah uh, okay so uh, A N I M Alpha Niner Indigo Mike, and the number five Anum Five at Anum Five dot com, and I will forward any information that you would like to pass on to Smallhoof uh, to go ahead and become a part of a role-playing Skype or TeamSpeak or Ventrilo, whatever you use to communicate over uh, headsets in uh, an RPG game like the kinds that you've been listening to through the gutter Skypes. And um, I'll just act as a kind of a, as a kind of a go-between in the meantime, unless he instructs me differently, and then I'll just go ahead and give out his email address here. For anybody else that is also interested in becoming uh, part of a group or forming a group or whatever, go ahead and get on the uh, IDDFOS forums, go to the Gutter Skype section, and start your own new thread saying, "Hey, I want to form up a 
uh, an internet RPG group where we play over Skype or otherwise. Um, that's there for your use, so go ahead and, and use it. And you can find that at anim5.com. All right, continuing with uh, continuing with listener feedback, so that we can get get underway here and get episode 18 going. This is an email um, uh, an email response uh, rather than a form response. Also from PFM Designer. And uh, if Andros would be good enough to read that one. Certainly. PFM Designer writes, Hey guys, I just discovered your podcast of gameplay, and I want to thank you for taking the time and effort required to help me get my gaming fix. I live in an area where it is nigh on impossible to locate other gamers. We don't have a gaming store, and the local comic shop owner equates RPG with sales competition. Listening to your show lets me feel like I'm with a group again. So far, I've only listened to the two Spirit of the Century adventures up through Episode 7, and I'm really looking forward to starting your Star Blazer series and can't wait to get to the Hollow Earth Expedition. My daily round-trip commute is about three hours, so I'm working my way through your catalog fairly quickly. Do you ever take on new members? Keep up the good work. Now off to the IDDFOS forums. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, PFM Absolutely. designer. Thank mm-hmm. you. You know, I've said, it, I've said it before, but you know, one of my favorite parts about uh, listening to the listener uh, feedback is um, when they say we make them laugh. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's excellent. It, uh, it's just great to hear that other people are enjoying listening to the gameplay. Absolutely. And... Uh, yeah, I, I started to understand. I actually I went back to listen to uh, to episode seven because he specifically cited that one, and I was trying to figure out what he meant by uh, bio break intermission <laughs> music, and it was that organ solo that <laughs> put ah. in from. Uh, yeah, I think at some point uh, during the during uh, part two of uh, we all decided to take mm-hmm. the bio break, and I threw in some organ music, and uh, that must have struck his funny bone at just the right time. So. Cool, good. Do we take on new members? Well, you know, there's a possibility that we might be. I'm not going to make promises for anyone else, but we are hoping. We just don't know what her schedule is going to be uh, in the near future. But uh, at present, not really. It's actually almost miraculous that four people can get together at the same time on a certain night. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on a regular basis, as no it kidding. is. <coughs> so, uh, yeah, at present we're, we're, we only have a tentative new member uh, upcoming, but always in motion is the future, but not yeah. uh, not anytime soon that I can think of. Well, I did. I did want to tell you if 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 it turns out that she wants to play S7S, but for some reason she's not going to be available for the twenty second. Mm-hmm. I do have if. And you'd ra- and if and if after knowing that you would rather wait for her to be available, so there's a lot of ifs in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have a one shot that I could run. Because uh, tell me if this does not light make your eyes light up. Just the title of this game alone. Hmm. Funkadelic Frankenstein and the Mean Streets of Monster Town. Ah, uh, yes. You've been mentioning this on, on my Twitter. Yes, I have. <laughs> I just love it. That's a game? It's, it's, yeah. That's a game. 
It, it is not a description of a daily lifestyle. <laughs> Could be that, too. <laughs> Funkadelic Frankenstein in the streets of Monster Town. All right. Well. Actually, I think it's on the streets of Monster Town. I think oh, I, just, on the streets. I okay. used the wrong preposition. But it's sort of Shaft meets the best elements of the groovy ghoulies. So, uh... <laughs> um, <laughs> well... I could hmm. make a nice one shot. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it frightens me. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me scared. Um. All right. That's something you, else. You, Go ahead. The the the. You, your characters are live in, of course, as the t- name implies, Monster Town, and they work for a detective agency that is um, headed by Prometheus Jones, who is the aforementioned. Funkadelic Frankenstein. So that kind of gives you an idea. Jones. <laughs> is this what I mean? Is it like a kind of a, a 1950s monsters, or se- what I should say, 70s monsters, mixed with uh, the black exploitation films of the 70s? Yes, that, exactly. That's what I was thinking. It sounds like Blackula meets. Austin Powers. Yeah, that that's kind of why I said Shaft in the... Wow. I don't know if y'all remember the old groovy... Well, that was kind of a bad example because that cartoon was kind of... Well, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's like black exploitation with monsters, in, you know, representing <laughs> instead of... Yeah, so... So there we go. I just... It just... I, it, the whole... Just reading the rule book, made me made me smile and it's it's a quags game um so well somebody had to write it i guess <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not being terribly charitable towards this <laughs> it was a thought it was only a thought i'm just li- listening i'm just, i'm listening and i'm thinking you know i i i almost i just want to download and listen to a sample of actual play of that just to convince myself that it's really real. It's like, it's like you understand the words, but yeah, I, I'm sorry. You know, like, like when I write it, when I write my own RPG and publish it, then I can say something. In the meantime, I should just shut up and and just shut up. So that's what I'll do. What the hell? All right. Uh, well, so, so far as uh, actually missing the thing, I mean, this is not to say, oh, no, we're absolutely not going to, we, we should not ever actually do a one-shot ever, which is kind of silly. Um, what I did actually email her, if we stayed on a two-week schedule from now, if we actually uh, remained on this two-week mm-hmm. schedule from now, she would be back in time for the first actual game. The only thing she'd really miss is the, uh, is the character creation thing two weeks from now. Oh, okay. Is, and so far as I know, not really a big deal. I, she could get something. I could get something together with her via email. But even if she missed that, you know, getting getting her in and introduced as a, as a character coming in uh, wouldn't be a problem. But uh, if anybody else wants to give this give, give uh, uh, the one shot a try, <laughs> I, I take it or, this, the uh, character development for Seven Skies isn't quite as um, um, intermingled as it is for something like Satsi. I've heard that it's, and I only heard this once in passing in an email that it's uh, that it's not involved. That it's pretty a pretty quick process. Mm. However, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I've been going through the PDF and actually 
my dogs lost their minds this afternoon as the book itself was delivered to the porch. Mm. <laughs> I got to... Th- not to get into Seven Skies, but I got uh, I got up to page seven in this thing, and I was salivating for the movie. <laughs> I got to page yes. seven in this book, and I'm thinking, where is the movie of this world? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you could write you, you could write a series of novels uh, just based on only the stuff I've read so far, and I haven't even made a dent in it. It's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's, it's awesome stuff. Mm. All right. Did I get... Did, that was all the feedback, right? That wasn't anything... Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. that was it. Sounds good. Okay. All right. Let's go. Whee! And at, at, all right. To recap, after all kinds of hell trying to get out of the predicament <laughs> you were in, you wound up on a, a submarine heading for your for the next rendezvous point, which has been thus far undisclosed. Mm. You, It is a two-day journey. You have been inter- interacting with the crew a little bit, and you found out about the tablets. The um, Well, we'll just say the tablets, because frankly, the place of origin eludes me at the moment, and it's not really that important to the story. So the tablets that they found that were translated to help them learn of this these magnetic pulses in the first place. And uh, I think that is enough to... Is there anything else anyone wishes to add or ask in regards to recapping last game? The crew have the hots for Miss Davenport... Uh, yeah, Maureen Davenport. Maureen McLaughlin. Maureen McLaughlin. Yeah. Because we left Davenport in Massachusetts, sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, her father is a pain in the ass. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> The long and the short of it is yes. Okay. Roll initiative. Oh, dear. Wow. Oh, great. That's the way to start. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I've been waiting to do that all all, for about a week now. (laughs) I've got two. I rolled a three. No, that's not right. Yes, it is. I rolled a three. <laughs> okay. So we got uh, Kepler. Wait, well, who has the... I think we went through this last time. Who has the... Yeah, you guys I'm rolling, I'm rolling a D6 right now. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just rolled a two. And I rolled a one, so you'll be going first. Okay. Okay. Okay, the long and the short of it is you're in the middle of a bar brawl, or uh, the equivalent of a bar brawl on the submarine. <laughs> oh, my. You, There's you a bar were on the submarine. Well, you well, the mess hall, whatever. Oh. Like I said, the equivalent of a mm. bar brawl. You were playing cards, and you're not sure exactly what happened. It was one of those things. Somebody said something about Maureen. Someone took offense. One punch was thrown, and now it's just chaos. And that's that's where we are. There are a lot of people milling about. Some trying to keep from getting hit. You know, one person throws a mug. The other person thinks they were aiming it at them. So they throw, you know, we're talking just general uh, (laughs) anarchy. And uh, so we have, yeah, let's just start with uh, what is Pierre doing at this point? Trying to figure out if he's pissed off at anybody in particular. Maybe somebody called him a frog or something. (laughs) 
<laughs> he might take offense at someone um, insulting Miss McLaughlin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He is. Uh, he is going to attempt because uh, I, I. 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 don't care. I don't care how clean and well dressed they pretend to be. Some of this. Some of these filthy sailors uh, should not uh, uh, exhibit such offensive and uh, disgusting language in front of a lady or about a lady. I take, uh, I will take a a tin tray, a tin. Here I am with cafeteria trays again. <laughs> a tin tray and whack it over the head of the sailor that uh, spoke so disrespectfully of uh, Miss McLaughlin. All right. What the hell? I uh, got a. D- I don't have anything like a. F- I got a dex of three. No, two. Is anybody else hearing that ice cream truck? <laughs> you heard a little something. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure where it's going from. I think it's just outside, uh, yeah. coming down the street. Okay, it's going away. Um, yeah. What do I roll for that? I've got strength of two, dex of two. Go ahead and make it a strength. Um, okay. Yeah. Is uh, all right. Unless you have a brawl, you don't have the brawl skill, do you? I do not. Okay, that's fine. Then just make it a strength. Um, oh, wow. Strength minus two because it's un. So I'd be f- basically you'd be rolling two. And I get one success when rolling two die. Okay, you bonk the guy on the, on the head. <laughs> And uh, he falls down in a heap. Harold, a mug of drink, sails narrowly missing your head, and fly and splashes in the face of the a mustached sailor in front of you. Okay, I believe I'm going to be beating. Considering how well I've been fighting the last few times, I'm going to be beating feet for the galley door here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Discretion and wisdom. <laughs> yes. Okay. Due to the fact that there are so many, there are you know, it's it's a rather crowded and there's so much going on. It'll take you the round to get to the door, as you're dodging. Cool. And I'm not going to make you roll for that because frankly, this is not okay. supposed to be a. No, I'm not interested in you losing any health from this. This is just more for, <laughs> you know. Max, what? Uh, have you any inclination as to what you would like to be doing this round? Uh, how many people are actually fighting? Oh, uh, ten. Wow. Okay, um... How's, I think what I'm probably going to do is try to haul Pierre to the side of the room where it's relatively safe. Do I have to, you know, knock someone aside to get to him? Um... Because it's more fun that way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess I can use my brawl skill for that. There you go. Okay. I've got brawl four. Oh, ooh, and I get no successes. Okay. In an attempt to get to uh, Pierre, you rather unmatched rakishly <laughs> stumble over one of the fallen uh, bodies and narrowly avoid sprawling on the ground yourself, but you manage to keep your feet and retain some of your dignity. Ah, good. I've been hesitating to 
put my mic on because the damn ice cream truck is back. It's <laughs> <laughs> trying to tell you something. You should go out and get an ice cream. I ch- well, maybe I don't know. It's one of those. Uh, I you know how do they how does a guy that drives an ice cream truck keep his sanity? I don't know. I've often get any sleep myself. at night. Do they do they put like ear ear protectors in or something? If I had to listen That's to that, oh man! <laughs> they they play you know they play, they carry headphones with them at all times and they have Van Halen playing in their in their speakers. Yeah, self defensive audio for crying out loud! I just I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. <laughs> I would I would be hearing the I would be hearing that goofy stuff in my sleep. Probably going into cold sweats and wanting to like rip my rip my hair out or, or <laughs> chew up a sofa or something every time some kind of a music box thing came on. I have Pierre Herod Max and others in the lineup for initiative on this. Yep, that's what I have as well. So uh yeah. Others is up, I think. <laughs> Uh, others kind of already. I had others are just they're the background the general melee. Yeah, so because I'm actually, picturing, I'm picturing yeah. the fight from uh, I'm picturing the fight on Space Station K7 between the Klingons. That's and the, <laughs> crew of the Enterprise. You know, that's kind of where I was headed. Yeah, exactly. That With kind of thing. Herod Kepler making his way to the door like Cyrano the Jones door. without spilling a drop. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Okay, I got a clear picture in my head. Fine. <laughs> now we just need the Star Trek fight music. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had that. Give me a second. <laughs> I actually have it. I just can't. Can't. It's it's like buried on on my my external drive, and it'll take forever to find it. But yeah, next time okay. I'll be ready. That's there all right. I'll be all hearing it in our heads anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was thinking of the uh, curse of the Gorn music, but that's probably too dramatic for this. Oh, that too. Yeah. Okay, so and, yeah, uh, if, if we're past others, then it's back around to Pierre. Your dog, your swine, your dog, your swine. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing about you, Royal Sailor Submarine Seaman. <laughs> Shameful. You will apologize to the lady. She's not present, is she? Or is she? No. Okay. She's you will not. apologize to the lady the next time you see her. <laughs> and I will watch. And I will laugh. Ha ha ha! just kidding. <laughs> uh, and about um, this point, the two finger I don't know what the heck it's really called. I call it a taxi whistle, the two-finger thing, you know, where hmm. that really loud, the piercing... Yeah, that that goes off, and uh, everybody stops, and the first officer, looking quite menacing, is standing in the... Uh, in, in fact, as Herod gets to the door, they basically, they don't run into each other, but they meet each other, you know, he, he gets there about the same time as this guy, and uh, so he does that whistle, and everybody stops, and he says... What is the meaning of this? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Something like that, except it's more the kind of thing where it's... Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah the that's crew... the in- incoming text message. 
tone on my my phone. That's why I, I had that right away. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> All right, one moment. I'll be right back. I'm, I apologize. No All worries. Right. I love the fact that there's 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 more media than you could possibly use. For all the different alerts and rings and tone and mm-hmm. all the rest of this stuff, I wanted. I was thinking this afternoon, and I don't know what what brought it to mind at all, but a ringtone, if I ever actually had ringtone, of um, the hotline that James Coburn had in 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 like Flint, Flint or the president, mm-hmm. or whoever that guy was. That, but there's just a whole slew of stuff out there. My current actual ringtone is the Star Trek communicator chirp. Excellent. <laughs> so yeah, and of course it's at the point that I no longer have a a like flip phone. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh. Okay, sorry about that. Let's see. So he says, "What is the meaning of this?" And the crew are kind of fumbling all over themselves to, uh, well, you know, he started, no, well, you know, we saw it, sir, enough. I really don't care at the moment. I'll deal with you all in a, in a second. McLaughlin and company are supposed to report to the, to the captain on the bridge. I was going to put it on the speakers, but, uh, and why is he Australian? Oh, what the hell. <laughs> I was going to put it on the speakers, but, uh, you're already... Here, most of you, so off with you. The captain wants to see you. Aye, sir. <laughs> Already on my way. Everybody make a perception roll, if you would. Damn. I need new dice. I'm terribly imperceptive. Ooh, three. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, Herod, you notice that the engines have stopped. And uh, Ooh. you presume that you might be rising toward the surface. I don't know if you'd be able to feel the, you know, in a, in a big sub, I don't know if you'd be able to feel the, the sensation or if it would just be like... The pressure might be popping. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm thinking. I mean, even in that era, big, big subs aren't really big. I'm thinking, would something like in, in like, DOS Boat be about right? Or... Yes, uh, I, would say so. I would say so. Maybe a little bit, but something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, yeah. We could probably tell from the 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 like hole popping in that as we're we're like rising. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's not alarming rate. You just note, oh, okay, we're going, we're yeah. Okay, so um, I'm assuming you head to the bridge. Yep. I join my companions to the bridge of the ship. Okay. When you get to the bridge, you, you find that the McLaughlin's there as well, and you see Captain Muldoon talking into a crackling radio handset, and he says, Affirmative. Cargo is packed and ready for retrieval. And then uh, he sets, shuts off the handset and turns to you and says, We've taken you as far as we go. You've got another ride ready to take you the rest of the way. It was a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Sorry about my crew. And he looks pointedly at some of the officers who have followed you into the... And uh, he says, good luck. Your uh, belongings have already been taken care of. Merci, Captain. Thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. 
Uh, that and, tray was uh, the tray was dented when I picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I bow and, and 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 I bow and and turn to go to follow whoever it is that's leading us to uh, hatches above. Okay, and uh, when you get up top, I'm sorry, Eric. Just as a yes. point of reference, have we changed back into our regular clothing, or are we still in the borrowed uh, borrowed stuff we had before? Like, I mean, has a um, time passed that our clothing has been like laundered or something and returned to us? And oh yeah, it's been we it's been two days. So okay, so we're dressed yeah. the way we were. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Actually, the captain is captain is 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 going with you up to the bridge. He he leaves an officer at the you know at the con or whatever the equivalent is. And uh, you guys go up to the top hatch, and you see you have you seem to have surfaced in the middle of uh, a squall in the North Atlantic. Beautiful. The middle and, of the North uh, Atlantic. Okay. Yes. And the waves are are buffeting you a bit, and uh, they lap on the over the gunnels. You're getting stinging salt water sprayed into your eyes and your clothes which were so freshly laundered are getting soaked. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little difficult to see. Reminder, uh, buy a raincoat when we get back. <laughs> Indeed, sir. Freezing seawater. Nothing like it to make you feel at home. <laughs> Maureen McLaughlin is uh, holding her hat to her head with one hand and holding the railing with the other to keep the wind from pushing her overboard. And she looks very frightened, but you can't tell whether she's frightened about the, the storm, you know, or, or about being found. She just looks very, she looks scared, and she's looking at, she looks at Max Drake ever so pleadingly. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, what, what are we being transferred to? You don't know yet. We oh well, we're just standing on top of the bridge. You're just yeah. You're on. You're, well, you've gone up to the yeah. You're at yeah. Th through the hatch. Okay. Meanwhile, Mr. McLaughlin is complaining. I can't believe the treatment we've been receiving. This is and the wind is carrying a lot of his words out of where you can't hear. So it's. I can't believe the weather is horrible. The handling of my pulse magnetic detector. This is totally unacceptable, is completely clear. <laughs> and you didn't leave anything in, in the galley, did you? Anything in the galley? Well, after what happened, after what last happened in the galley. Oh, oh. <laughs> hmm. I don't... <laughs> he, he just kind of looks at you and... He has the thing in his hand, by the way, the little, the little uh, yeah, cool. case. I just kind of glance and, knowingly at the other two and proceed with whatever we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> a ladder drops down from the sky and bonks him on the head, <laughs> cutting him off in mid-sentence, and the clouds part to reveal a zeppelin above you. Ah, so we get to look heroic climbing up the ladder to the zeppelin. That's right. Hey, well, um... Which is the ladder which is being secured by crewmen to the railing. Does the Zeppelin have any markings? Uh, yes, it has a sexy, voluptuous pinup girl with a crimson witch hat.
and skimpy <laughs> witch dress, which is emblazoned on the forward hull. Okay. And, Sounds uh, like it's American. Words, <laughs> <laughs> Just what I was thinking. <laughs> the words red witch are emblazoned. Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a, everybody make an intelligence check. Is that just the straight intelligence for this? Is that the uh, intelligence times two, or or how does that? Uh, intelligence times two. Right. I've got a three. I've got a two. I got a five. Holy crap! Ooh. Okay, you, Pierre, and uh, Max have heard of the Red Witch before. In fact, you've heard a lot about them, especially Pierre. <laughs> In his university exploits, somehow he managed to pick up. <laughs> it's it's crewed by pirates and mercenaries from all over the world, and they've made a rep for themselves by harassing German naval ships and planes, finding U-boats and giving their travel routes to the British and U.S. navies, and interfering with German merchant ships and boarding or sinking cargo ships and things like that. You know of one incident where they stole the cargo and then they forced the crew into lifeboats at gunpoint. And uh, you you also remember reading something about it being led by an eccentric Texas oil baron, millionaire, <laughs> named, named D. Potter Harrier. Potter Harrier, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I could give you a lot more info, but this is becoming an info dump, so I'm going to... Uh, <clears throat> Gentlemen, that, that, that airship above us is manned by brigands, black-hearted bastards of the variety we like. <laughs> <laughs> they are scoundrels with hearts of gold, and they are on our side. <laughs> For the moment. Well, this should prove exciting. <laughs> well, there's nothing like the spirit of adventure, right? <laughs> Indeed ah, so. No one's going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> if we could... Uh, no, that one, that one, I will admit, went a bit ov went over my head. Read me at the end and I'll explain it then. It's Okay. Well, uh, well, well, well. Just really quickly, I saw Up this weekend, so that's ah. Uh, I have to see that one yet. Yeah, same here. It is good. It I've is heard. good. Very good thing about it. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, the wind is buffeting, the waves are lapping on the thing, and the ladder ladder is, has come down, and you are being beckoned to by by some very interesting looking crewmen on the uh, zeppelin. Pierre is you, going to go and assist sailors in tying knots to our dunnage, the the bags or the boxes or anything that's going to be sent up with us, and tying them incorrectly so that they have to tie them again correctly. I guess I'll take up the rear. Okay. So you're 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 ha having them tie Pierre the the. I'm just helping them tie uh, tie. I, I'm I'm assuming that we're not going to have to climb the ladder and carry our stuff. Oh right, right. That, they, that they've dropped lines to get uh, baggage or anything like that. Yes. From the airship, so uh, I'm going over to help the sailors attach the boxes, packages, or bags or anything that we have, um, and screwing them up by tying bad knots. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And, uh, Herod, what are you doing? I'm heading up. Okay. Pretty much anything that I, that I brought with me, I can pretty much carry on my, my person at this point, so... Okay. You are helped aboard. I'm not going to make you roll, because the rings, the, the rungs, the ladder are, are rubber, and it's pretty, they're pretty well, you know, they're designed for this kind of thing, so... Um, and as you're, you're being helped aboard by these men that look like a cross, I would say, between, uh, they look kind of like Jack Sparrow, actually. Oh. They look like a cross between... <laughs> Mercenaries or pirates? <laughs> well, yeah, they look like a cross between gypsies and pirates, and so, uh, Very I imagine... Relax dress code aboard this ship, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Eccentric, no remember? question about that. <laughs> So Herod gets up into the... Now, Max, are you following up, or are you waiting for Pierre? Um, I, w I was going to go ahead and make sure everyone else was um, getting up all right. Ah, Monsieur Drake, okay. I, will I will proceed, Monsieur Drake, if you would be, uh, uh, of course, kind enough to assist uh, Mademoiselle McLaughlin. And I proceed up the ladder, <laughs> smiling quietly to myself. <laughs> Make a style point. French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she turns to you, Mr. Drake. Would you mind helping me up? Uh, it's actually of, <laughs> of course. <laughs> And as you're helping her up and they're helping you up off to the side, you hear, Damn it, man! Watch my detector! That's not a toy, you know! <laughs> He's tying it in with the luggage. And he... <laughs> what? He's tying it in with the luggage, or what? Well, they're helping him up the ladder. He's oh, carrying gotcha. it. Oh, yeah. good. And uh, he says, That's not a toy, you know! And, and then you hear, Ah! and a splash and you see him falling into the uh, water but there's quickly someone dispatched to uh, you know it's not he, he's not like they get him out real quick but he does they they and they're kind of laughing to themselves ah, ha, ha, ha. you know he's uh, well are you all right professor is he okay what the what the deuce are we getting into here he didn't lose the detector did he no no okay well, they've 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 got it from him. They so okay. yeah, you see them carrying it on board. So you climb up, and she's with you. They wrestle him on. Everyone is on board, and they and you're off. Okay. And let's see. How unfortunate for you, Monsieur Scientist. So sorry that you took a dump in the drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I like this man. I like this scientist. He he makes me. F he begins to make me feel almost adequate. <laughs> <laughs> took a dump in the drink, you say? I wondered what that smell was. <laughs> ah, is <laughs> this the captain? That is a, no, that is a, a 
crewman with uh, gold teeth and wearing a cutlass. <laughs> oh, wow. These are, these are in, rough and ready fellows, gentlemen. Yeah, in fact, you notice there's quite an assortment. There, some of them are wearing earrings, bracelets, mis clothing. You've got everything from cutlasses to blunderbusses to pistols and rifles that they're wearing. And uh, then the captain sweeps into the room or into the, uh, into the cargo bay. And uh, he's wearing an eye patch. He's in his late 60s. And uh, and he's going to sound like Megatron. Oh, crap. oh good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we'll wait it out. This is so bizarre. I still think it's more like Cylons than Megatron. <laughs> yeah. By your command. It's strange. Whatever it is, it's strange. Yeah. I don't know why it does that. It like happens at regular intervals. Yeah. We had it last night during Cartoon Action Hour. Huh. D. Potter Harrier. Is there, There's a pun I'm missing there, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Harry yeah. D. Potter. Yeah. Is yeah. it really that simple? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you know. They don't, all, they don't all have to be the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Wow, okay. Let me know, let me know when you could do uh yeah, you could do announcements of ships news <laughs> if they have the kind of PA system that like uh Port Authority does or something. February Tonight's dessert will be peach cobbler. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at Louisville Speedway. <laughs> Arm wrestling competition tomorrow morning on the after deck. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage and the Hulk Stars team up for a mad cap slam bang extravaganza. Oh yeah! Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That fit. <laughs> My throat is never going to be the same after that. So I, I guess we should request that the uh, professor get some dry clothing first thing. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> he might complain more if we don't. Okay, there is that. <laughs> I can't wait uh, to see what they're going to dress him in. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're cleared. Uh, I think you're all cleared up now, uh, Eric. Okay. Yes, much better. Yes. Okay. So he walks into the room, and the crew smiles as if with some sort of private joke. But his smile is bigger than all of them. And he says, Welcome aboard the Red Witch. I hope you all brought your own hooch, because we're down to our last drop. And they all start laughing. Ah, ha, ha, and he snaps his fingers, and it's dead silence at that point. And he, and he says, strip them to their skivvies and search them. And as he's about to walk off, if any of them are Nazis, send them to the drink and shoot them. And he pauses and stops without turning around. Reverse that last part. And strides out of the room. <laughs> you heard him, boys. And uh, they descend upon you. And they look at, the si at uh, McLaughlin, and one of them says, 
This one looks like a Nazi for sure. And they all kind of snigger to themselves. So yeah, each one of you is is uh, approached by a, a crewman. They kind of look at you, expect you you, you heard them, skivvies. Excuse me. <laughs> we need to make sure you ain't got no swastikas on you. Strip. Uh, yeah. This this vessel has some very curious customs. <laughs> We did assume the captain was having a little joke with us. Little joke? Do we look like we're joking? Yeah. We can't Actually, be letting any... <laughs> Take a style point. I like that. Yep. <laughs> One of them, they say, well, we, we can't have no Nazis on our Zeppelin. We got a reputation to uphold. Yeah! Um, did you have an idea? Oh, gosh. <laughs> what have you done lately that could possibly make us sure? Ah, well, let me tell you what we've done. We Maybe three have fought off a Nazi invasion of Massachusetts. You heard me right. <laughs> Nazis in Massachusetts, and we fought them off. Okay, haul in Pierre by the shoulders. This little guy looked like a mild-mannered academic to you. Let me tell you, he is a mongoose <laughs> when facing Nazis. And the docks at Aberdeen were infested with Nazi infiltrators, so we blew them up. What does that tell you? And this young lady over here, she drove the vehicle. Her very self, she drove it up a ramp and off of a dock into the water with no thought of harm to herself. Total bravery, top to bottom. Not to mention the fact that you just plucked us out of a British submarine. And this, and this professor, this, this learned scientist, do you think the Nazis would put up with someone who complains as much as he does? He'd be dead by now. <laughs> if there is to be searching and stripping and revealing of flesh, <laughs> then I suggest that we have a festival of Nazi revelation, and all of us remove all of our clothing, you included, as colorful and strange as it is. Perhaps one of you are a Nazi. To strip us down, each and every one of us, while you stand gawking and smirking and having your little joke, that is Nazi behavior. <laughs> And they, they are very much enjoying the uh, the telling of the tales, by the way. Just, it, lest I give this too much of a pulp, pulp Fiction vibe, it's apparent they're kind of playing with you, basically. So. Thought so. We need to kind of one-up the tall tales here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I still think that one's a Nazi, and the, one of them points to, uh, I am not a Nazi, you, you, you ruffian. Well, we definitely need to get him into some new clothes anyway. That's right, so let's get, let's, and they pick him up. I say, what is this? <laughs> hello? And, oh, I'm hello, sorry. I don't know what happened. Everyone, is everyone here? Oh, I'm, I'm here, I'm here. Well, I was just muting the excess laughter. Uh, <laughs> 
he's having a lot of fun. Uh, no, I, Take I comfort, yes. comfort yourself, doctor. They have excellent taste in clothing. You will be dry <laughs> and fashionably dressed. <laughs> That's right, the very picture of fashion. <laughs> you know, so, I saw him kind of... Of like scratching while he was on the uh, boat, you may want to take care of that too while you're <laughs> <laughs> while you're fitting him with some new outfits. Uh, well, we 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 cannot be too careful. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, a few of them walk off with the kicking and screaming. What's his name? McLaughlin. God dang. <laughs> and uh, everybody takes style points all around. That was brilliant. And uh, that was wrong of me, wasn't it? I I say to the others. You mean to imply that he had lice and they should yes. shave his head? Yeah, maybe yes. just a little bit. <laughs> I almost feel sorry for what they're gonna do to him. <laughs> almost. almost. <laughs> we better get you up to the captain, and uh, they take you into uh, Harrier's cabin, and you see him. As you enter, uh, playing darts with two Asian women, and they look like uh, they have—they're wearing burlesque versions of pirate garb, oh, with no, with low necklines on, frilly shirts, with uh, painted-on fishnet stockings, and uh, the cabin is a mess. There's charts all over the place. There's a compass in the middle of melting ice in a bucket of champagne. There's a slide rule projected from a gouge in the wall. There's a black cat on, on the bed, which is not made, and he's glaring at you oh my. indignantly as though he, you interrupted his nap. I'm going to be keeping to the wall so that it, it can't cross my path or anything. <laughs> <laughs> and he waves, he, he waves you in and hands each of you a glass of champagne and cigar. And he says, uh, wasn't there uh, another one with you? They're busy cleaning him up right now. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad to see no one was fed to the fish. Oh, by the way, this here is Houston, and this is Dakota and Wyoming. And he nods toward the women and the cat, but it's completely unclear which is which. <laughs> well, we appreciate the hospitality, Captain. I hope we haven't um, disturbed a party. Oh, it's always a party on board the Red Witch. Up to this point, I had uh, aspirations of joining the Royal Navy. You have wiped those clean from my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sipping the champagne and wondering if Maureen is going to light her cigar or if I can get it. <laughs> she kind of looks at it with, a, with uh, distaste. He says, we'll be getting you to D.C., Quick as we can. Frankly, I'm kind of glad we get to take you there, because I heard it's going to really piss off them Nazi bastards. <laughs> oh, we hope so. We too enjoy anything that would throw a real spoke in their wheel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard about what they've been doing around these, these parts, causing some ruckus. So uh, it's always nice to do a little payback. Indeed so, Capitan. Here, here. We really appreciate the ride, Captain. You're very welcome. If there is anything that uh, can be done in the running or the defense of this ship, please consider Pierre Depelieu at your service. 
Well, that's right nice of you. We may be taking you up on that at some point. I'm beaming like a kid on a Cub Scout trip. <laughs> we can. So where do we intend to make port, by the way? Oh, we don't need to make port. We're, just, we're heading right to. I was told this was a matter of some pretty urgent, uh, a, a matter of pretty, of, shit. <laughs> I was told this was a matter of urgent, of some urgency, and I, I frankly don't care why you're going there, and I don't care who's sending for you. I just know it's going to piss off them Nazis, and that's what I care about. So we are on our way. Outstanding. How do you like the champagne? The champagne is most excellent, and we have a light for the cigars and everything. Formidable. Yes, indeed. And he is about to say something else, and you hear the sound of klaxons. Some of the crew are running toward the captain's cabin. And, Nazis! One of them opens the door and says, There's another Zeppelin astern! Well, don't stand there talking. Let's get to it. Oh, bother. What can we do to help? Yes, let's go have a look. <laughs> okay, and as you are heading up the, uh, there, you see the men scrambling into offensive positions, and <laughs> he smiles with unrestrained glee, and he says, you can get involved if you want, you can hide here if you need to, but you need to know, this is going to get fun. And he takes a slug of champagne and heads out the door with a six gun in each hand. And All uh, right, we follow him. All right. We. Um, okay, where are we going to... I think Maureen should happily find the safe place before we go. He, he says, uh, oh, I think she'll be all right with with Houston and Dakota and Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as you are heading... <laughs> By the time she's done, they'll have taught her to kill with her bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. And as you get up to um, the, not the bridge, whatever, the, the cockpit area, you pass a couple of the crew have uh, McLaughlin in tow, and he is wearing the burlesque pirate outfit that uh, the same. <laughs> so just you're, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> You've got the clear skies above, raging squalls below. And you see the sun glinting off the other Zeppelin, and uh, it's painted black swastika against the red and white background on the tail airfoil. I don't, I'm not going to monopol monopolize the floor. I just want to let you know what's some of the stuff's going on so you have an idea of what you can interact with. The crew are preparing weapons. they got machine guns and these harpoon casting devices that are you've never seen before, um, but they're getting getting those ready, and uh, you hear the drone of an airplane from below as one of their fighters takes to the air. Is one of the, the captain's fighters or one of the Nazi's fighters? Oh, it's uh, one of the captains. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. It came from the Red Witch. I'm sorry, I should have um, made that clear. All right. Is there a uh, any um, guns that we could man, or are we pretty much relying on our handguns? You have some machine guns that you can man. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. I am trying to find where they are. Yeah, it's got it, the Red Witch has machine guns on it, so they're, they they show you. They say who who wants? Did anybody? Can anybody help us with the? You know, they're looking 
I, actually, I'm going to say you ask that out loud because that way it's yes. not so weird that they're <laughs> showing you where they are. That's fine. Okay. And uh, I need a perception roll from everyone. Wow. This is sad. <laughs> uh, I don't know how sad is Seven yours. dice, and I got two. Six oh. dice. Six dice, and I got one. <laughs> wow. I got two. Okay, Pierre is too busy freaking out to notice anything. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, what is Pierre doing? You tell me. I'm not going to tell you what happens to your character. What? Why isn't he noticing I what's... I am settling in besides the machine gun and concentrating so heavily on it to make sure I don't pull the trigger while the safety is on to make myself look like a total fool. <laughs> okay. Max and Hera, do you see some men? It looks like some men are jumping off the Zeppelin, uh, the Nazis' Zeppelin. Like, it looks like they're bailing out. Oh, they're not that... Uh, how close are they to us? They're a fairly good distance away. They're not quite in range of your machine guns yet. I guess I'm going to be loading buckshot into the shotgun ins- instead of slugs this time, so that's what I'm okay. busy doing. Okay. Well, keep an eye on the guys who just bailed out to see if they're, like, hang gliders or something. Uh, yeah, you can see a few seconds later that they are they are wearing rocket packs, ah. and they jet out of the clouds and are heading toward your plane. Okay. We have targets, boys. And we need to roll for initiative. <laughs> four. I got three. I have three. Okay. Uh, we got... So that was fourth. Four for Pierre, was it? Yep. Okay. And then uh, Herod and Max both got three. Mm-hmm. Herod, your dex is two. What's your dex, Max? Three. Okay, so it would be Pierre, Max, the crew of your Zeppelin, Herod, and the crew of the other. All right, Pierre, you're up. You've got rocket men coming toward the plane. You've got uh, the other Zeppelin that's fast approaching. What do you do? I am going to target one of the rocket men. Uh, uh, there are, how many did we see, two or three? Um, you've seen, you see quite a few of them, actually. Oh, dear. All right, well, a, I will target a, uh, bad guy in a rocket pack. And I am firing machine gun at said <coughs> rocket man. Are you firing a, like a, you're not, are you firing on full auto, or, or are you firing just a burst at this particular? Oh, I think I'm going to go full auto. <laughs> okay. Um, then that would be plus three. Plus. Ooh, excellent. All right. Let's find out what happens with. All right, you Nazi scam. Six successes. Wait, stop. <laughs> Your bullets thud into the rocket man. Actually, there's not much of a man left at this point. He he uh, utters, Aah! and explodes in a ball of flame. That was my very bad impression of a Wilhelm scream, by the way. Oh, that was a great scream. That was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you think I was dreaming about in the libraries at midnight? <laughs> I ought to compliment him more often. It makes him perform. Yeah. <laughs> Funny, I, I've heard women say the same thing about Mr. Depayu. De <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha. <laughs> uh. No more books for me! Got <laughs> <laughs> a whole new career as a sky pirate. I am going to... I am going to sew feathers into my hair and overdress and drink to excess. <laughs> okay. Next up is Max. Okay. Uh, you said you're adding three dice for the gun? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay, so I guess I'm aiming at the other rocket man. Yeah, there are plenty to pick from, so... Oh, are there? Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of them, like I said. There there uh, were quite a few. That's very sad. I only have two successes. Okay, uh, you, you hit one, but he doesn't go down. He manages to right himself, just as it looks like he's about to go crashing into the, to the ground below. Yes. We're we're still over water, aren't we? Um, actually, yeah. Now that you mention it, we hadn't really gone that far. No. Although they were, well, hmm. Yeah, I would say that's true. You were moving during that whole searching and everything, but it's, I mean, it's an ocean, so yeah. But it's a long way down. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, you Nazi! I hope you run out of fuel before you get here. Let's see, and. Your Zeppelin is maneuvering to try to get into position with to, to shoot at the other Zeppelin. They kind of are jockeying for position at this point. Um, the fighter plane, you see them take out another rocket man who, who uh, collides with another rocket man, and they both go spiraling to the water below and, ah, ah, and, and uh, make a spectacular display as they, the colliding rockets cause each other to explode. Herod, what are you doing? You're up. Okay, I'm going to pick one of these rocket men that looks like it's trying to get... I'm, I'm assuming that they're trying to board. I'm going to pick one that looks like he's coming close to where I'm going to be stationed, and I'm going to aim. Okay. And yes, they are uh, They are boarding. Or they are trying to board, I should say. I'd... Yeah. And uh, some of them are, are landing. One takes a shot at one... Well, how do I say that? One rocket man takes... A shot at each of you, so there. Are, there are three taking shots, one at each of you is what I'm trying to say, as opposed to one taking a shot at all three of you. Is and that, is that dodge rolls for everybody, or? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm only at passive defense because I am I am I'm aiming, but I'm going to use three stall points. Okay. That should be five, and not a damn one. <laughs> oh, ouch. Oh, man. Harry has uh, been a target mannequin throughout this whole Yeah, he thing. really has. <laughs> Crap. Crap. Well, thankfully, the the one shooting at you missed, so you... Okay. Oh. That's a good thing. Okay, uh, Pierre got hmm? two uh, on defense. Okay, a bullet thwacks into your arm, or your <sighs> shoulder, rather. You... Take one point of lethal. Oh! <laughs> okay, I've got a three for defense. 
Okay. The bullets nearly hit you, but you duck behind the machine gun uh, just in time, and they they miss. So. Mm-hmm. And some of the other rocket men are once they land, they immediately start heading toward rough estimation where the quarters are, or at least as near as they can. You know, they're they're heading in different directions, but they're looking for you can they're looking for something. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And we are in a new round. Okay. <clears throat> if it appears there's um, enough Nazis that have boarded, then uh, I'm going to abandon my machine gun efforts and and start hunting Nazis on the ship with the 38. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does Pierre have any kind of an idea which deck or gallery they happen to land near so I can head in that general vicinity? Like you said, they were heading towards crew quarters. Oh. Yeah, he can see. He can see where. Where I mean, he can see where they're going. Okay, I'm going to proceed along whatever gangways or ladders will take me closest to that uh, particular area and take a shot at the first Nazi that uh, I happen to see. Uh, assuming that I see uh, somebody that uh, that isn't dressed like a mad parrot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least you don't have to worry about too much about uh, shooting the wrong people. Yeah, the Thule don't have the imaginative <laughs> dress sense of these brigands. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a plus. Uh, all right. Two successes. Okay, he doesn't quite manage to hit the one he's firing at. Oh, and I didn't mention it because I got kind of, I forgot in all the, I'm keeping track of a lot of different uh, irons in this fire, but the, the other pirates are fighting rocket men of their own. Mm-hmm. So I, they're not just standing there watching, going, ooh, look at these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Except one off to the side who is singing. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they're all quite ind- indignant. Yeah. All these yes. Nazis all over their nice ship. That's right. And over the sound of all the gunfire and stuff, you hear someone say, Careful! We don't want to hit the bags! Mm-hmm. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Yeah, you are. Turn? I'm sorry. Yes, uh, Pierre yes. had his had his shot, and it's Max, uh, Max Drake up next. Oh right. I'm going to. Um, let's see. I I guess I could use this machine gun emplacement as uh, cover. Yes. And actually, no. What I'm going to do is uh, I I know where the professor is, right? Or is he still around here somewhere? I was, you know, I I know this is bad form as a GM. I was going to ask you if I had mentioned where he was because I couldn't remember what I. Um, last we, time I saw him was when time they we, brought him out dressed flamboyantly. Yes, that's right. That's right. And he uh, he has been scurrying about, kind of not sure what to do with himself. He's a bit overwhelmed by all this, and he he he's looking around wildly for a place to to hide. Does he still have the device with him? Uh, yes. He would not leave that behind as much as a smart thing as it might be. He's not that bright. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to tell him to run to some convenient cover I can see, and then I'm going to go over there and stand near him and shoot any Nazis that come toward us. Okay. So I imagine I have a target. You absolutely have a target. Okay. And is the professor sheltering behind me? Yes. Okay, good. 
Ooh. Two, three, four, five. Holy crap. Yeah. <clears throat> you had a target. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. The target is am, no more. I am doing my job. <laughs> All right. Excellent. And, okay. And uh, let's see. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Chab, stab, stab, stab. Chop, chop, chop. Crewmen going against crewmen. I'm not going to even roll all this out. It's just one of them is taking a shot at Max. Mm -hmm. Okay, defense. And add two to your defense from the cover if you're still behind the thing. Yeah. Oh, good thing, too. <laughs> defense is five. Okay. Uh, the bullets slam into the gun placement, but they don't hit you. The other... There are others that are taking shots at... Kepler and it don't I have an action before that? Mm-hmm. We skipped it. Um oh I'm sorry. Oh my god. Yes I did. I apologize. Well we uh, I thought we were on the, the turn of the uh the libertarian Zeppelin uh in general. After Max's yeah, yeah after Max is the good guys before Zeppelin. I do. Yeah. Oh okay. Yes we are. My my bad. Um I put I made stupid notes on here. Let me fix this real quick so I don't make that mistake again. Um, okay. That was... I put crew and crew and expected to know which one was which. Okay. I changed... Okay. Sorry about that, Mark. Uh, you're right. up. All right. Um, the one that I had the beat on earlier, is he within 25 feet of me? Yeah, what the hell. Yes, he is. Great. Great. With that aiming that I did, I have nine dice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> now let's see if I can actually do something with it. Two. Okay. Two. That's a Pierre-style roll. Yeah. <laughs> Out of nine dice. Wow. Uh, well, you did manage to hit hit him. It was a flesh wound, but you did manage to hit him. The fighter plane is still is shooting down other uh, rocket men. If anyone chances to look, they can see that there's another detachment of rocket men heading off of the um, Zeppelin going after the uh, fighter plane the, the, that was launched. And we are in a new round, I believe. Okay, um... I was being shot at, though, wasn't I? Yeah, but in lieu of the way your dice are rolling, I thought I would give you a bit of a break. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I won't complain. Mm. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, if uh, Nazis have had their... Well, the Nazis are launch, launching a full-scale assault. That was their turn. Yeah, that basically... Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Pierre is up. You Nazi crap sacks! You have shot me in the shoulder and still I maintain control of my bowels. <laughs> He's come a long way, hasn't he? <laughs> yes, he has. Uh, I'm, as I'm, scary as that is. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going. To, I'm just going to take another shot at the. Uh, I'm going to take another shot at the next Nazi I see along the catwalk or below or above me, that. Uh, uh, looks like he uh, he deserves to eat lead. <laughs> that is pretty sad. Okay, one success. 
it's not enough to hit one of them, but he definitely is is causing them to back off a little bit. You learn to beware <laughs> the Frenchman. You learn. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Next. Sorry, one. I was trying to be supportive. <laughs> Excellent. That, that is the most. Take kind. a style point, Mr. Drake. Most kind. Ah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Next up is uh, next up, uh, and unless something else is happening, is Max Drake. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I guess another shot at a Nazi who seems to be threatening the professor. Okay. Uh you you hit hit one. He's he's still didn't you get give one of them a uh last round? Official one that was one? flying toward us, yes. Yes. Well you got him again. Ah, good. In fact this time your your bullet slams into his rocket pack, exploding it in a fiery ball of glorious bliss. Okay, that was a little weird, but you get the idea. <laughs> Uh, and and like the Yetis, he learns the danger of rocket packs. <laughs> exactly. Yes. You know, I figured it wouldn't really make sense to put Yetis in this adventure, so I figured, what the hell? <laughs> yes, it, w- it would be quite alarming if Gorilla Khan showed up. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's working with the Nazis. I knew it all along. That's <laughs> it's Gorilla Warfare. At its finest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. Smell that gasoline, you Nazi. That is the smell of failure. <laughs> next up is. Uh, <laughs> next. Next up would be. Next up the is the libertarian ship itself. The crew yes. of uh, good guys who know how to have a good time. Yes, and uh, they are. Taking out, they take out a couple more. The fighter plane takes out a couple more, and then we move on to Herod. Indeed. All right, I'm gonna start interfering with some of the ones that have landed that are heading for the the like crew quarters. You know, they'll shink. Achtung, Schweinhund! Boom! Yeah. Nice. Style point, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. And let's see if. Okay. One. You are just not having good dice luck. Dice. Damn. Dice, stop this. <laughs> Sounds like you need to reestablish your relationship. <laughs> yeah. Or just figure out these um, sides that have been coming up and, and make those my success sides. And, and <laughs> yeah. Next. Oh, sorry. Next, yes. uh, next is a uh, new round. Oh, no, next is the Nazis. A couple of the pirates go down. The fighter plane gets hit and is, is not looking very, very good. And on... The Zeppelin, on on the Red Witch, one of them near Max shouts um, in German, 
which I know at least one of you has linguistics, so I'm not going to make... I, he says... I do. Um, I found him! He's over here! And he's pointing at uh, McLaughlin hiding behind the gun emplacement. And he takes a shot. The one that said that takes a shot at, uh, at Max. Okay. I still have two for defense for the cover. Yep. That's three. Okay. The shot gets through, giving you two damage. Okay. Okay. We are in a new round, and uh, Pierre Depalieu... New new round, you said, and Pierre is up. Yes. Okay, he uh, he is going to... Um, let's see. Uh, I have got to stop fighting like a Nazi. Otherwise, I will fail too. I must think like them. What would I do? I would take a hostage as leverage. That's what I would do. I must make it back to the captain's cabin and defend Miss McLaughlin. Because that is what they will go for. Those bastards. I think you're going to What kind of fool am I? Never fail in love. I sing. I sing as I run along the catwalk. Go back to the captain's cabin. No, I didn't have that prepared for days. <laughs> Style point. Uh, I think that pretty much is my uh, turn. I don't get to shoot, but I, I am going to head back to the captain's cabin to uh, defend it against any Nazis that might try to grab. Okay. Marine. Next up is Max Drake. Oh, already? Okay. Um, well, I, I, someone just shot me. <laughs> yes. I, I think I should return the favor. Okay. And I get three. And he explodes in a puff of logic. No, he explodes. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> Next we have the the crew of the who take out a couple more and the fighter plane has one act of despite its injuries manages to take up oh nice. Sky Captain Fanfare just <laughs> came in. Um so it takes out a couple more. The ocean is getting quite full of rocket packs at this point. <laughs> um, I believe uh, that'll be it for them. Herod is... Oh, and you see... <laughs> huh? Uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, yeah, I, I just... I Before I forget, because I forgot, you you do see... That made sense before I forget, because I forgot. Uh, you see Muldoon just methodically blowing... Uh, He's having the time of his life with his six guns. He's causing great amounts of of carnage in his wake. Okay, sorry. Now you're you're. He was with us. <laughs> yeah, so did I. That's why I was. <laughs> yeah. Gonna keep on shooting Nazis. Absolutely. That's better. Five. 
dig it. All right, in one shot, you hit one, sending him careening into another one, which causes, again, sort of like in the other, they, they both uh, explode. Yes. Okay, and now, good shooting there, by the way. Oh, it definitely was. About damn time, too. <laughs> <laughs> the soul water, makes... isn't it, baby? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That's okay. The zeppelin is rocked. It's been hit uh, by the other zeppelin because they've they've been maneuvering all this, you know, time while this has all been going on. When you say and hit, the fight, I'm sorry. When you say hit, do you mean rammed? No, I mean the red witch has been hit with gunfire. Oh, okay. And a rocket man fires a Mauser. It hits the fighter plane, and the fighter plane goes down in, in a fireball. And it looks as though mo- uh, there aren't very many Nazis left on the uh, on the plane. You see one rocket man coming in, and he lands. And it is he pulls out his, or he holds in his hand a sil a silver plated Luger. Oh. Aha. And he looks at Max, mm. and he sees McLaughlin behind you, and he says, I have you now. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, come and get it. And I, <laughs> I just watched Star Wars, what can I say? And he, uh-huh. he fires at... Max, and I actually have to get my dice out for this guy. Uh, hang on, just say this is the organization coming back to haunt us again. Or lack thereof. Let me roll real quick here. Okay. One, two, three, seven, eight, and one more. Okay. And he gets four successes. Ah, and I have five. <laughs> then he misses. Unfortunately, in missing you, he hits uh, McLaughlin. Ah. And uh, McLaughlin f- screams and falls to the ground. Mm-hmm. You can't see whether or not he's been fatally wounded or just wounded. Mm-hmm. It's not my fault this time. <laughs> <laughs> When Muldoon sees the fighter explode, uh, he he shouts, Can anyone man the other plane? And now we are in a new round. Okay. Uh, since speak, since, since uh, saying speech is a free action, I'm, I'm assuming. Yes. If uh, anybody else, does anybody have... As long as it's not like a soliloquy or anything. So, yeah. Does anybody have piloting that wants to answer that or... or I don't, I, I, don't, I don't believe I do either. I'm pretty sure I don't, actually. Does Harry I have, have drive. You have drive. Okay, so none of us can fly a plane unless Maureen took lessons and she wasn't around to hear the uh, request. Okay, new round, Pierre. Then can... Uh, uh, I, I was heading towards the captain's cabin to, to defend it against Nazis in case they were going to go after a hostage. But since they're taking uh, so direct an approach, and I've already found their objective, can I see from where I am 
as I was en route, can I see Mr. Silver Gun Man and uh, what just took place? Uh, yes. All right, then the next shot is at uh, the most hated of Lugers. <laughs> the silver-plated kind. <laughs> we met with your kind before. He has mixed his kidneys with plane parts. All right. <laughs> and, oh, damn. All right, well, I took a shot at him. I only got one success. Okay, yeah, you... I missed. <laughs> you missed. Next up is... I have a feeling I know the answer to this question, Max, but what are you doing? <laughs> yes, next next um, up is yeah. Max Drake. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're shooting at Mr. Silver Luger. Okay. And I get two. Uh, okay. And he got four. Mm. Um, a couple of the other guy, a couple other uh, of the pirate of the Red Witch crew, head down below toward where the uh, the fighter would be, and the uh, rest of them are firing. Some of them miss. Some of them hit. Some of the remaining Nazi scum. And Hera, you are up next. Mm-hmm. As soon as I see sight of, of that silver Luger, I'm basically going to jog up. Chink. Hey, remember me? <laughs> spending spending one style point. Four. Let's see. Hmm. One. Two. Two. <laughs> two. Okay. You smacked him a pretty good one there. <laughs> I am tired of dealing with you. This is for the glory of the Third Reich. And he fires a shot at Max and a shot at Herod. And, well, I'm going to say it's minus two. And it's also minus two because he's doing the, the uh, strafing thing. So he is down to uh, three. No, he's down to five. So for Max, he gets... Okay, he got two. Okay, I got three. Okay, so he misses you. And for Herod, he got three. Which means that he hit me for three. Ooh. <laughs> oh, ouch. Yeah, I forgot about the style points. I'm point going to nullify two. I'm I'm going to nullify two of those with style points. Okay. Okay. And I believe yep, we are in a new. And you're going Cylon on us again. Ah oh, crap. <clears throat> well, when I return from Cylonville, we will be in a new round. It's very frustrating. I don't know what causes causes that. Well, the is. While the cosmic message is coming in through Blind Geek Skype connection, Pierre will go ahead and uh, rethink his action. He is not going to go back to the captain's cabin because he recalls that Maureen is in the company of two Oriental women armed with darts. <laughs> so, uh, yes, if I were a thule, I would be waiting patiently outside until it was all over <laughs> rather than going in to face them, but it's a chance to take. Yes, Silver Gun Man has got... Uh, to quote a famous American, son of a bitch must pay. 
Alright, so I'm taking a shot at Monsieur Silvergun Nazi. Oh, I wish I had more. You know what? I'm going to spend. Is it uh, one one per one one for one on die for uh, faith points or uh, uh, style uh, points? Style point. Yes. Yes. All right. Three style points to add three dice to this. Let's see what seven die will get me here. Blam. Well, he got five. Four successes. Oh man, so close. Okay, he he starts to run toward where McLaughlin is laying on the floor just as you shoot, which is why you miss. I I am not saying he's there yet because it's not his action, but that's why you missed was he was moving and just happened to be moving at the right, or in your case, wrong time. So be it. Mr. Drake. All right, he's heading my way. Yes, he is. I'm going to shoot using two action points. I stop. Stop. Excuse me. Five. Oh crap! <laughs> All right. Uh, your bullet thuds into him. He takes a point of damage. Mm-hmm. Which I think was that his second hit or his first? The first hit he's taken. I believe it was the. I hit him once. Yeah, that's what I thought. So he's da- okay. So he's down to okay. He is down to two. You managed to. He staggers the impact, and <clears throat> the fighter plane takes off from Red Witch and. Uh, is heading toward the Zeppelin, the I mean, the, yeah, the other Zeppelin, and the last of the other rocket men are being dispatched. And now we're up to uh, Mr. Kepler. You shot me, you bastard! <laughs> Bang! <laughs> two, uh, two chance dice. Oh, crap, he's going for the big guns. Well, that puts me back up to nine, so let's see how this does. Five. All right, you, you, I'm going to pull a little dramatic license here, just because he staggers under the impact of Max's shots, and he says, I don't need him, I only need what he's carrying, and he dives for the detector. You say, you shot me, you bastard, and (laughs) hearing you, he looks up right as the gun, as your shotgun blows him right in the uh, in the face. Oh, wow! Exploding his head like a melon. Oh, oh. <laughs> and shotguns are nasty weapons. That's right. And uh, once once he is down, the remaining Nazis see this and see what they're up against with crew and retreat. They start heading toward they they start in the rocket packs heading off of the uh, off of the red wi- uh, red witch, and we are in a uh, new round. Should you choose to go that route? Okay, Pierre. Uh, Pierre sees uh, witnesses this, of course. Viva, viva, Monsieur Kepler! 
<laughs> he used to be a much taller man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And uh, he is going to, uh, yes. It's a short life in the Thule, service of the Thule. He starts uh, running towards the, uh, starts running towards the captain's cabin again, just to, in, in order of importance, uh, he's going to run back towards the captain's cabin to make sure that Maureen McLaughlin is safe. And next okay. up, if we're following it, next up is Max, Max Drake. Okay, I'm going to check out uh, Professor McLaughlin and see how he is. Okay, he is he is he is alive. He's he's wounded, but he's he is still breathing, ah. and he is still conscious. We'll use my medical kit and my knowledge of advanced veterinary skill veterinary skills here. Mm. <laughs> it's coming in handy. Doctoring after a fashion. Let's see. Is it just um, one time? Uh, let's see. Medicine plus two for the kit? Yep. And I get a three. Okay, you stabilize him. Um, he's still got, he's still, you know, he, well, of course he'd still be wounded, but he's, you know, you did lessen his his pain and whatnot. The fighter, meanwhile, is is picking off the uh, remaining the rocket men as they shoot out of the uh, shoot off the zeppelin. I mean, off of Red Witch. And uh, Captain Muldoon comes out looking rather bloodied and haggard, but uh, still enjoying. He just has a huge grin on his face. He says, "Yahoo! We got them sons of bitches!" And he's. <laughs> And he's uh, slapping you on the backs, and he takes out a, a radio, and when you're all clear, come on back, y'all. And uh, that's there. Yeah, we're kind of out of initiative at this point, because, yeah. so. Okay, well, I was, I, I was basically going to pocket this guy's silver luger and then throw the rest of him overboard. So. <laughs> Excellent. Point. That's awesome. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay. And then I can give Pierre back his like Derringer. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So what uh, did, did Pierre find uh, Maureen safe? I guess in the captain's uh, captain's cabin. Quarters? She finds yes, he finds Maureen safe in the captain's cabin. And uh, when he gets in there, he sees that when he walks in, he sees Maureen. Holding a dart, all three of them have have uh, darts in their hands, and there are three dead Nazis at their feet. <laughs> ah! And one of the Asian women uh, grins at uh, Maureen, and she said, "And she says to you, she is a fast learner." <laughs> Mais oui, formidable. <laughs> Uh, I would be, uh, I would be, uh, departing now, but <laughs> <laughs> let me get my, my congratulations to you on such, uh, fortitude and, uh, and, and splendid defense. Uh, Miss McLaughlin, you may wish to accompany me. Uh, your father was injured. 
Oh no! I'll hurry back to Get the up. rest of them. <laughs> hurry back to the rest of them with Maureen. Okay. And uh, she sees, you know, she's kneels over him and and well I don't know was he he Max has been giving him first aid so I don't know first if he's aid, still right. on yeah um she is he she looks at you and she, is he and he's going to be all right <laughs> oh good thank you thank you so much and uh Muldoon says let's get you all to Washington and the plane, the Zeppelin, streaks through the sky. We have the map with the red line thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, epilogue. You you go get to Washington. They they he is McLaughlin is hospitalized. You're treated in the lap of of luxury. Um. I hope you don't mind if I'm breezing through this because it's not unless you have if you have anything you want to do in any of this feel free to just stop me in the middle and I will you know if you want to if you want to complete whatever epilogue you have I know what Pierre wants to do <laughs> <laughs> So they hospitalize him they treat you in uh keep you in the lap of luxury for, for the time while he's being hospitalized and uh, that he's ready in time for his for the science symposium and uh, they invite you who wish to to uh, to be there for it sure. as well mm-hmm. and uh, of course when the news gets to you know when when, <laughs> when they tell you this Ma- Maureen looks at Max and and says, uh, I don't have an escort, Mr. Drake. <laughs> Be my pleasure, ma'am, to escort you to this uh, ceremony. Thank you. And she's, of course, being very demure and all that Aww. good. So. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I stabbed a Nazi through the eyeball with a dart? It's a great conversation piece. Yeah, it's dinner Dutch talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> could have been worse. She could have been studying under the Fireball Twins. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Took me a second. I got it now. I'm slow. Um, On a Zeppelin, even. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't think that that part hadn't crossed my mind, too. I thought, oh, man. Um, so they, you go to the symposium. He, he, it's a scientific break. Uh, you know, he, the, the, the implications are stunning. He goes through the whole magnetic pulse thing. Mm. They get the detector, and they get, they they uh, give you a a couple more days to enjoy yourselves before they are going to, of course, all expense paid, take you back to where you want to go. Before you leave, you are called into a uh, a government office where a man named Major Eaton addresses you, 
And he says, the three of you have done your country a great service. And we thank you. We've been, uh, with the help of Mr. McLaughlin, we've been studying these magnetic pulses. And there seems to be a very large concentration of them in the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico. We don't know what's out there, but uh, we thought since the three of you bore so well under the stress of getting Mr. McLaughlin to us, that we would give you a uh, first crack at going down there and seeing what all this is about. What say you, gents? Sounds pretty interesting to me. Be interesting to see what secrets may be found there. Pierre, you went on this turkey shoot? This is most unusual. This is an experience I have not yet had in my lifetime. After all the news of all these goings-on, all this heroism and danger reached my superiors back in, back, in, back in France. I received a telegram. They have offered me a chairmanship of a department within the university where I was working. I told them to stick the chairmanship in an uncomfortable place. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have signed on and been accepted aboard the airship of the brave... Captain Harrier. <laughs> I am going to I am going to spit wherever I wish at will and dress in funny ways. <laughs> well tell you what, maybe we can convince them to charter the the Red Witch for getting us down to Yucatan. I will do my utmost to do that very thing. Mm. It is. Uh, it would give me no greater pleasure than to assist both of you and all forces against the Nazi menace in discovering what this Yucatan mystery is. If I can convince the captain, uh, you may expect my help and my presence, and I would enjoy it greatly. Otherwise, I shall seek a friend who may be able to aid you. Thank you, Major Eden. It is a most, uh, most honorable and generous offer that you make to us. You are a friend to freedom. <laughs> okay. And he says, and you are the true heroes. And he gives you a salute. And the next thing we see as the credits roll are you aboard the Air Witch and the Air Witch flying off into the sunset. Credits roll. The end. <laughs> There we go. To yes. be continued at I another like time. Hurrah. Like <laughs> Excellent. Very cool. Thank you very much, Eric. <laughs> 15 Thank experience you. points yes. each, by the way. Ooh. 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 Let's we'll see what we can do with that, yeah. Expeditional. And hopefully I have a chance to heal up before their next... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you once again, Blind Geek. You are yes, very welcome. Thank you. Fantastic adventure. Thanks. Violent, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I got to be French. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. That was yes. yeah. That was awesome. Okay. Everybody did okay. a great job. I am. I'm looking forward to revisiting these characters sometime. Definitely. That would be good. That would be fun. And I promise you, next time we are going to the uh, Hollow Earth. Ah. 
in case yeah, that was I, made yeah, I thought that was a very good, uh, very good setup for next time. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Let let you know that you're not dealing with just anybody. It's Thool, damn it. That's right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Having to put up with more of their Thulish games. <laughs> oh. I know, I know. And but... on that note... <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, guys have like, an excellent. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I just I was just saying. I, I like the. What kind of fool am I? Yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> oh, awesome. That was uh, that was shameless and gratuitous. And it was. I and I was riding on your coattails just then. So uh, yeah. <laughs> and I would do it again. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I like Thule it. Thule will be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh God. Uh, I think we better escape. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, good night, guys. Yes, you guys have an excellent Later, y'all. evening. Later. And I, I'll see you all in two or three weeks. Indeed. All right. All right. Take okay. care. Take it easy. Yep. You too. All right. Good night. Good night. And there we had it. These are three guys that you just don't want to be around wearing a swastika, and that's for sure. I have a feeling any kind of evildoer, whether it's uh, somebody running a murderous human sacrifice cult someplace in, in uh, the remotest parts of fill-in continent here, uh, they'd be in trouble too. Any kind of uh, kidnapping counterfeiters or drug lords or underground strange creatures that are planning to take over the earth, these three would probably... Uh, probably kick their butts as well but in this particular instance it happened to be the Nazis that were trying to lock horns with them and it was their mistake so uh, ultimately a very enjoyable series of games quite a bit of action and I hope you enjoyed listening to it we I know we had a good time playing it thank you again gutter skypes all around and blind geek in particular for running the show very nice Okay, I'm, uh, I'm re-recording this. I recorded this once before. What is it? It's the information about getting into a voice-over internet game. A role-playing game played strictly by voice. Well, what you just listened to, essentially. First time I recorded it, it went almost a half an hour long. I don't want to do that now. I want to get... <laughs> just going to stick to the high points and the facts. If you already know all this already, then you won't need to listen, but here we go. You need a computer, obviously. It doesn't have to be uh, an IBM PC, it can be a Mac. It just needs to be a computer with an internet connection. Preferably a high-speed internet connection, but I don't know that it has to be. I'm not positive of what dial-up performance is like when you're doing multiple voice conference calls or how it behaves with the software, I don't know. I recommend a high-speed internet connection. I also recommend that you make use of a USB headset, a universal serial bus headset. Uh, Logitech puts out a good brand. It's the headset that has the built-in microphone. Essentially, they're made for just this very thing. The fact that they're USB plug-in means that they're easily configurable for this sort of thing as well. This can be done. You can do the gaming with the regular generic stick microphone that came with the, came with the computer and your speakers, but 
not recommended. Background noise and sound and ambient ambient hiss can uh, can really be a killer, and you you've got to look out for it. It gets very tricky. If you can go with the USB headset, software you will need. Everybody that's playing will need software. There's a variety out there for conference calling. What we use, obviously, with the gutter Skypes is Skype. It's not 100% reliable, but it, uh, knock on wood, has treated us relatively well for 18 shows now. And it's in use by nearly everyone on a regular basis. And I believe it's actually gotten better over, over time in terms of reliability. There are other programs out there. Ventrilo is one of them. Those that have played uh, MMOs um, would be familiar with Ventrilo or TeamSpeak. The thing about that software is the software itself might be free, but you need to pay for hosting, uh, hosting service to support your uh, conference calls, your group, your group uh, voice conversations. Um, one service is called uh, Typefrag. So that is not free, but the software that runs it is. Go figure. There's also Talk Shoe. Mark Kinney is familiar with that and reminded me that that was not on my list, and so I placed it there immediately. Talk Shoe is free. He had uh, some reservations about its recording quality for him. He didn't... Uh, he didn't... Uh, he was not impressed with its uh, recording capability, but... It does belong on the list because it's one of your options. Okay, so, yeah, do some research, but you may end up, finally, I think, with Skype. But it's up to you, of course. Now, if you want to record your sessions, uh, I'm leaving one out, and I think I'm going to put that here because it belongs here. It's called Dim Dim, and it, that's David Indigo Mike, David Indigo Mike. D-I-M-D-I-M www.dimdim.com It came, my, my awareness of it came from Neville over in England. Nev and Sarah, Sarah and Nev, the Fens, the fabulous Fens. We're playing a, a Spirit of the Century game with them, Auntie Ed and I. And Nev found and tested this service called Dim Dim, which is very cool because it too is free. It has built-in call conferencing, which uh, uh, it said you could have as many as 20 people in on it. It has an option for the host to record the session. But best of all, it has a drawing board on the screen for anybody to add to in real time, which is pretty slick. If, uh, if you want to just do a thumbnail, uh, overhead view of a clearing, or a room in a dungeon, or an object, or some small bit of writing, it's good enough to do a quick thumbnail so that everybody knows precisely what the GM wants you to be looking at, or what the situation is supposed to look like. It doesn't have the kind of capabilities that, uh, say, a, a Fantasy Grounds, does and if you don't know what that is we'll get to that real quick but that is another service dim dim 
www.dimdim.com, www.dimdim.com. Try that out if you'd care to, or just go to Skype or whichever. So, yes, that covers uh, what I know about what's available to you for software for getting vocally connected with the rest of the people in your gaming group. Choice of game. Choice of game is kind of important when there is no battle map or miniatures to look at and in fact you can't even you, well you can't see anybody else at the table there's of course webcams but I I haven't got a setup for that and I don't know quite what that's like but if you are interested in playing a traditional tabletop now now Mark Kinney was quite wise when he got us all set up with this at the very beginning he was wise for choosing Spirit of the Century because he knew it didn't require uh, maps or miniatures. He knew that it was a narrative style play and that it was, uh, it was the, the, the best choice to get started with. I'm slowing down here and I'm trying to get through this a lot faster than the last time I recorded it. Let me skip ahead and just say that I'm going to put a link on the Gutter Skype's main page. The link is going to lead to a gold mine. And what it is is a, is a list of tools, a list of different sites and software for getting a, uh, getting a view of the tabletop through the browser. Playing an R, a ta traditional tabletop RPG through your browser, everyone looking at the same thing or having access to the same information that the GM puts out there at the same time. It was uh, it was um, posted by Rob of Accidental Survivors. Thank you very much. This is and there's commentary on all of them. Uh, but please do go check that link out, and you'll see that uh, lots of players at once can look at a map of an area, um, an image, character icons, that kind of thing. Just. Um, a wide variety of tool of tools for getting that particular job done and of course a wide variety of pricing from free to wow can we really afford this but just so you know that's a possibility and it's being done some of them don't even use voice some of them just use a chat interface I don't know I, I haven't tested any of them so I can't vouch for them um, all right the only other thing that I could make mention of is something else that the uh, that the Fens came up with. Sarah, in particular, set us up with uh, our own group on Google Docs. Google Docs, if you haven't checked it out, I'm glad she found it and recommended it to us and set us up with it because anytime I need to get my character sheet, I can now just go to Google Docs and bring it up. And anybody else in the group, uh, if it's shared can see it too, or if you choose not to share it, then the rest of the group doesn't see it. The GM can set up game synopsis and, and NPC uh, NPC glossaries. and Essentially, it's just a one-stop shop for any documents connected with the game being online as well. Just as you're playing online, you're, you're going to have your browser open anyway. Go to Google, Google Docs and grab your character sheet. You don't have to go scrambling anywhere for it and you're certainly not going to lose it because there it is. Getting the getting the folks together to play the game in the first place, this is this all of course assumed that you had a list of people and names that you want to get yourself uh, gaming with. 
maybe not such an easy thing to come by. Well, uh, I came up with a whole lot of hits and links when I did a Google search on Skype gaming group, Skype game, or RPG Skype, that kind of thing. It's a gamble. You may want to start with folks that, uh, that you're already familiar with on different forums that you may belong to, either uh, of whatever your interests are. Uh, Blind Geek mentioned when we were talking about getting this information out that uh, while it is a big risk, you never know. You just don't know. My, my connection with the gutter Skypes, I had never met Andros. I'd never spoken to him, never met him. I still haven't in person. Same with Blind Geek. I'd never spoken to him. I'd never met him. Mark Kinney, well, I'd listened to him uh, on All Games Considered and uh, sent emails in and, and had been involved in the forums. And, you know, as, as, uh, as a podcast listener, I knew Mark Kinney, but that was about it. Never met him. Still haven't. But the four of us got together and it worked out, uh, I hope, quite well. That, of course, is all going to fall apart when I start GMing and people are just going to get too fed up with... Uh... I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I'm ho- I hope not. Knock on wood. But, yeah, you take a risk, you know, and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but you may end up with just the right chemistry. You know, just ask around. See if it's possible for you to get together with the folks you used to game with, if you enjoyed that at all. Um, The reasons for not getting together and playing the RPG become far, far less when all you need to do is pick a night. And that can be tough enough on its own, but if you've got uh, the the agreed-upon night to get together and the two or three other people to get the game going, even more, if you can... Then it's a and then it's a question of um, pouring the coffee, feeding the dogs, turning off the TV, and then going into the other room, sitting down and putting on a headset. It becomes a lot simpler than uh, than driving off somewhere and having to meet together in one place. Having to meet together in one place can sometimes be a hell of a lot of fun, but uh, when that becomes less feasible. This becomes more feasible and can be quite a, uh, quite a bit of fun, too. All right. That took uh, probably every bit as much time as a, the first time I recorded it, so can't help it, folks. If you knew all that stuff already, I'm sorry if I bored you. If you didn't know any of that stuff, then I'm glad I was able to impart it. Maybe there were one or two tidbits in there that you, uh, that you hadn't heard about. I'm going to put the links to all those things on the Gutter Skypes homepage. Next up in the lineup, if we stay on schedule in another two weeks, we're going to be doing the character creation session for Swashbucklers. (laughs) Wow, that's going to be fun. Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies. And uh, I hope you'll join us for that. So, until then, thanks again. And see you then.